A-Team is welcome to the Late Night Conversations. Uh, we're going to start off with a very sad conversation. Um, we are going to be talking to Dr. Seth Cooper, who's an anti-apartheid activist and the current president of the Pan-African Psychology Union, about uh, the, the, the untimely passing onto glory uh, of uh, struggle veteran Peter Jones, who has passed away. Thank you very much, Dr. Cooper, for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, Patricia. Well, it's not on a happy note that we uh, interact this evening. Um, the passing of a struggle veteran uh, Peter Jones is one that has shocked a lot of us who, who um, have followed uh, struggle stalwarts in South Africa. Uh, perhaps uh, tell us a bit more about Peter Jones, since it is Black History Month as well, and he passes at uh, such a time where we are observing all those who have made an indemnable mark in our society. Well, Peter was a close associate of uh, Steve Biko. He worked with Steve Biko in King Williamstown. Biko was banned and uh, restricted to King Williamstown. And Peter um, left Cape Town to be in King Williamstown together with Bishop Malusi Mpumalwana, who's uh, Secret uh, General Secretary of the South African Council of Churches, together with uh, Dr. Mampela Rampele, who started the Venom Pillow Clinic in King Williamstown. So there was a, a group of uh, young people in King Williamstown who created a variety of projects to enhance the quality of life of people in Williamstown and subsequently elsewhere, as they had done as students when they formed the South African Students' Organization, of which Steve Biko was the first president in 1969, and the advent of black consciousness as one of the few homegrown uh, ideologies to emerge in this country, the other notably was apartheid. And Biko uh, was on a quest to unite the liberation movement inside and outside the country. Indeed, he was going to fly out in August 1977 to meet with uh, the ANC president in exile, Oliver Tambo. But unfortunately, uh, in the middle of August, I think it was the 18th of August, they were returning, uh, the both of them, in a car, and a roadblock was set up uh, just outside Grahamstown, specifically to intercept them, because they had gone down to Cape Town to meet with uh, certain groups, including a splinter group of the Unity Movement led by Neville Alexander, and the meeting was uh, ill-fated because uh, there was a resistance from uh, Neville uh, to meet with uh, Steve Beeple. The late uh, uh, Judge Figile Baum was part of that group and uh, came to apologize to the two of them 
that uh, the meeting was not going to take place. And they subsequently left, did whatever else they needed to do. And uh, the following evening uh, were intercepted in Gramstown. In 1996, Bella Omar, our first Minister of Justice, uh, told me that uh, it was confirmed that one of the persons in that group was working with uh, the uh, security police, and thus uh, the roadblock was uh, awaiting their arrival. Now, there are lots of other stories around that, but I can assure you that uh, from what Peter Jones told me when I first met him uh, almost uh, 40 years ago, after I had uh, come out of Robben Island uh, uh, prison, that uh, these these kinds of things happen. Now, Peter was separated from and, and kept in Algoa uh, prison, uh, Steve was uh, uh, kept in another prison in um, in Port, uh, then Port Elizabeth, and it was only after Biko's funeral uh, on the 25th of September 1977 that Peter got to know that uh, Biko had died in detention because Peter had always felt that there were many others who he was worried about who would likely get arrested, but he never worried about Steve because Steve was a very strong person and uh, perhaps one of his last statements was about being confronted by uh, police and what he would do and that he would not... uh, uh, take kindly to their interrogation and that he would fight. And uh, that's exactly what happened uh, when he was eventually um, taken into the security police headquarters and uh, beaten to death. Uh, the the uh, records clearly show that he was... Uh, he he suffered a major concussion to his brain. So uh, Peter did not know all this until the evening of the 25th of September, having been arrested on the 18th of uh, the previous month. And one of the persons who uh, uh, told me uh, a few minutes ago, Sipo Pichana, he was one of those who was uh, arrested uh, outside the funeral and locked up in the same prison, and they were quite raucous and uh, had a lot of engagements, uh, including violence, with the, the their jailers. And they got to know that uh, Peter was in the same cell block, and they managed to communicate with him. And that was the, Peter's first knowledge that he had died. And uh, he always talks of how shocked he was by that. And he recalls that when he eventually uh, met uh, Steve's mother, how he just broke down and cried. Uh, he was 
subsequently banned and restricted to Makassar, uh, a township in Somerset uh, West, where I met him in January 1983, a few, uh, literally a couple of weeks after I was released from Robben Island, and got to know him quite well from that time. Unfortunately, uh, Peter suffered a stroke uh, in 2019. Uh, his bodily strength uh, allowed him to uh, continue uh, surviving for this length of time until uh, tonight when he uh, passed away. And it's a great sadness uh, to many of us who knew him. Uh, and the messages are pouring in from different places. People who knew came under the influence of Peter, uh, knew him, knew Biko, knew the things they were about. And uh, it's a tragedy that uh, the, the mission on which they were to unite the liberation movement uh, came unstuck through police uh, uh, in, uh, infiltration. And uh, I think it was inevitable that Biko had to be killed because if he succeeded in that quest, there would have been a very different outcome to the things we're seeing, especially now in the 29th year of our democracy, where accusations uh, are made against various people from uh, from within uh, different political organizations of who worked for who. So right in 1977, that was already happening. Mm. And even before that, we know that uh, no organization could survive without infiltration by the police. But now, Dr. Cooper, yeah. I want to find out from you, I mean, with such a rich history that is... Um, hand in toe with uh, Steve Biko's uh, rich history in South Africa. Why have the history books forgotten Peter Jones? Why have we not hailed him in the same light that we hail Steve Biko? Well, I think uh, it's also the single narrative that's easy to, um, to recall. Remember that Nearly all media in this country, both electronic and print, is is not free from that kind of control. Uh, indeed, I mean, I confront that in Robben Island, where uh, uh, lots of comrades say to me, "We only we only put forward the name of uh, Madiba, uh, and everything seems to rotate around." him rather than the thousands, uh, a couple of thousand uh, prisoners who gave their all to sacrifice for this country. So it's quite easy to diminish that. Remember that we have not had true liberation, Patricia, in this country. If we did, we wouldn't be in the situation we are in now. Uh, in many, many respects, we have to really liberate ourselves from the shackles of the past because of uh, a convenience to limit who gets recognized. Now, it's also significant that last year, um, Kenny Saku Rachidi 
the last president of the Black People's Convention, of which Steve Biko was honorary president, um, after the crackdown from 1973 on all the black consciousness organizations and its eventual banning on the 18th of October 1977, just weeks after Steve Biko's murder in police custody, that uh, people will tend to diminish that. Indeed, the media remembers the 18th of October as Black Wednesday because of the banning of the world and one uh, uh, other uh, newspaper, the Sunday World, the Daily World, and uh, the Christian um, uh, newsletter. But a number of black consciousness organizations banned them, some 18 or 19, constitute by far the majority of organizations ever banned uh, under apartheid. So the narratives tend to shift and change. It's interesting that in the last few years, particularly during COVID and its aftermath, uh, lots of people who ended up being part of the ANC have actually begun to acknowledge where they came from. Indeed, this current president we have uh, is one of the few who have acknowledged that he came from black consciousness. Uh, However, some of his actions speak very, very differently uh, to the black uh, affirmation and black quest. Uh, And indeed, the narrative continues unless we get our stories out there. So it's very important that uh, Peter Jones is, is remembered, that all those who contributed and gave their lives, like Kenny Rachidi, uh, are remembered appropriately um, so that the pantheon of liberation uh, heroes get their, uh, gets their proper place in our history. Now, is there any information on what um, Peter Jones uh, did uh, from the time of, you know, 1994? Um, Are there any works of his that that we can uh, point to? Yes. You know, Peter Jones, uh, I mean, he, uh, once he were, his banning order uh, expired, he thrust himself back into the struggle. I recall him becoming one of the vice presidents of Azopo, uh, I think of the Western Cape at the time. And uh, he uh, continued that work. He played community development roles. And the last role he played was in uh, rural development in the Eastern Cape, uh, right from the borders of the old Transkai through to parts of the Western Cape. He, Pandalani Nefunovodwe, George uh, uh, Monello Bongo, and a few others have been doing uh, rural development work. Uh, and there are a few uh, treatises written by them and by others on their work. Um, their speeches are around and they unfortunately need to be uh, probably republished because uh, it's it's opportune at a time when we confront the hopelessness that we do and the scrabbling for personal aggrandizement instead of serving and instead of ensuring that the majority of our people, the vast majority 
who remain in poverty uh, are, are removed from that state, and they're not going to be removed from that state unless they're enabled to feel a sense of themselves. And that affirmation is uh, essential black consciousness and the quest for reclaiming uh, essential humanity in order that we can play our rightful places in society. Dr. Stats Cooper, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, we do, um, you know, send sincere condolences uh, to all, um, you know, family, friends, and those who were in the struggle with Peter Jones. And may he just rest in peace, but also may his great works be remembered in South Africa and let the history books not uh, go untold about his great work for our liberation. Indeed, I agree.